in 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory. At the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to episode 208 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with socials. At 77 Club Podcast on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram is The Wall 77 Club. YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Please subscribe and tell a friend. I just realised how bad the room that I'm in looks. Can, like you see the mat- Can you see the mattress there? Look, That's new from last, <laughs> that's new from last week. <laughs> That's completely normal. Uh, Jack Williams is here. Hi, everybody. And Dan Bayliss. Hello, everyone. Uh, Harry started Premier League action against Brighton. Uh, I don't think we were expecting very much from the game. Um, and we didn't get much from it, to be honest. Uh, I think, actually, you called pretty much, I think, the team spot on uh, on Twitter nah. in midweek. You weren't far off. Guedes. There's only one. Because you're getting pelters yeah. for Wang starting up front. Yeah, I need to say. Well, I was getting slated as well because obviously I said can't start Guedes. He's been out of form, bad attitude, and he obviously puts that goal away, doesn't he? Yeah. But yeah, I think my early my memory from the game, Sam, is sitting next to you and then about five minutes in, going, "These are good." Yeah, they were. And, uh, they were yeah. like they're sharp and they're bright, and I think we mm. we expected them to be on the front foot a lot. But I thought we counterattacked quite well. So um, yeah, after going after going behind to get back into it like we did and eventually take the lead was very promising, but I'm sure we're going to get onto it a certain right back on the day and have his best of games. So uh, I, I'll I, leave that I, to someone else to talk about. I feel like I, th- I normally go to chat, but I think I'm going to go for to our wing-back correspondent, Dan Bayliss, and ju- just to get the lowdown on what happened there. I've always been told, be humble in victory. Um, <laughs> and you've never delivered on that ever, I don't think. I've never won anything. I've never known it. <laughs> 
you come second in the biggest loser competition. Yeah. Um, no, jokes aside, they but looked seriously. good. Didn't they? they did look good, Brian. They did, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I don't think I'd ever say that, but no. um, clearly the Potter ball that it's taken them four years to create has come to fruition after he's gone. Um, they're not a bad team. I thought we got lucky to get what we got. Um, Gwedis just, just seemed to bounce off him and go in. I don't know whether anyone else saw that. Quite Maybe it was a good finish. I yeah, was shocked we scored in front of the North Bank, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but he's a good ball by uh, Babacar as well, wasn't it? I thought yeah, he really won the build-up. And I thought that. he's starting to play a lot better. He's had a couple of decent games, so that's a, a positive, isn't Couldn't it? Couldn't get any worse, could he? <laughs> really. We're just... I don't know. We'll talk about the red card as we go, but I just thought we haven't got that knack of just holding on or when, when we get a bit of luck, we don't seem to get the composure to go with it. It's just... Been saying it for weeks now, haven't we? It's just not going the way for Wolves, and God hope that the new manager can do something about it. I think it needs three or four more players in that side, to be honest. Can I just say something? Sorry, Sam. Yeah, you literally had the opportunity just to absolutely annihilate somebody, don't they? You just let it slide. <laughs> he literally well, was at fault for their equaliser, and he got sent off five minutes later. But I've said criticism where it's due, I think. I've said it, I've said it enough times that there's no need for me to go on and on again, is there? It, I've proven my point. No, but it's normally off off the back of that not happening. Yeah, you usually have a good day when you say it's rubbish. You're you're doing the opposite thing to what you should here. This is this is when you should be going for him. Like the the last two years is like it's I've gone for him, I've gone for him a couple of times this year as well when he's done terrible things. This is only a continuation. It's not like it's come out the blue and you know. I know he's shit. I've known he's shit for a while. And it's suddenly being proven. He's lazy. He doesn't give a toss. He's here for a paycheck. And he's not pulling his weight in a side. So are a few others. So are a few others at the moment. Or they aren't good enough. And that's evident. And there's no point me just harping on and on and on. Because there's loads of Wolves players that aren't good enough at the moment. And that's why we're sat second bottom in the shit. And about to potentially be bottom at Christmas. Because we're playing top of the league next week. Saturday. He cost us the game, didn't he, Samedo? Because we had to hang on for a whole He cost us the game there. at Palace as well. Yeah, he did. Can't argue. I mean, just a nice heartfelt apology. <laughs> and at the end of that, we'll let it slide. And Saturday, we'll have a few beers and we'll just talk about how right I am. What was it Brian? What was, what was like it Brian Clough said? You, I, I, forgot, I forgot the saying now. What was it Brian Clough said? We all sat down and we had, me and the player sat down and we had a long conversation. And after that, we decided I was right all along. Right. <laughs> it's like having a word with the missus and then doing what she wants. Um, Jack, I'll bring you in on that point though. Uh, you know, he did ruin any chance that we had. At, you know, when you look at the stats after the game, 71% uh, possession for Brighton. It, it's not... To be honest, it probably wouldn't be diff- much different from that if we had 11 men on the pitch because they, they pinged it around. Probably the best that I've seen for a very long time at Molyneux. Yeah, but the problem was, I think, as soon as he got sent off and going in 2-2 at half-time, you just knew it was a matter of time until they got the winner, really, particularly after the way that they, they moved the ball and played in the first half. I think, really, in that game, we were lucky to go in front, to be honest. I thought when we went 2-1 up, we were much the second best side. You know, fair play for us to get him back into it. I know we got a bit of luck with the with the penalty and the handball, probably, but VAR did, did bring it back. That was a weird one, actually. It's one of those where it wasn't quite... Even looking at VAR, I wasn't 100% sure. It definitely, definitely hit his hand. I don't know if the 
you guys right behind the goal could see it a bit better. But uh, but either way, like it, it just killed the game from us because we were scrapping and we, we were doing well. At least we'd scored a couple of goals and we were staying with the pace. And then to, to go down to 10 minutes before half time, just to be honest, killed the game as a spectacle. And if anything, I think we've got to give a bit of credit to the team in the second half because they stayed in the game a lot longer than I thought they were going to. I thought it was going to end up 4-2 or 5-2 or something like that, to be brutally honest. And we actually did show a little bit of fight there, but against a really good footballing team... Um, to um, have to do the second half against ten men when really we've been ripped apart in the first half anyway. That Japanese lad on on the oh, on the wing had cool. had some on toast, didn't he? Yeah, and yeah. Well, I suppose the only question is, what did you think about the red card? Was it a straight red? Because I, I don't think, think the it position's was. a bit I, dodgy. I didn't think it was at the time. We was in the was. Uh, believe it or not, Jack. We was in the concourse. Could you believe it? <laughs> and, uh, believe that? It, obviously, it was very clumsy. But for me, like. Oh, they do say, don't they? Did he stop a goal scoring opportunity? I guess he did, but it was so wide and like on the edge yeah, of the box what, yeah. to the left. The it weren't going in on goal from there. No, no I thought lot. it was a book in, but obviously it was a red because I mean, did they check it on the... VAR as well? Yeah. yeah, they checked it on VAR. Only because he gave where... the red. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't think it would have necessarily got given if he, he's just given a, a yellow card. But also, I think watching it back, some some people said that he didn't necessarily just bring him down because he tripped and brought him down. But, you know, by that point, but I, I thought my first reaction was yellow card, definitely. Yeah, I thought, um, yeah. Because it's just, so, it's just so far wide. I mean, he's got to do a lot to go in and score from there, hasn't he? But could you say it's a goal-scoring opportunity? Well, yeah, lots of I things mean, it are, just but... sums up VAR, doesn't it? Like, we've had two potential leg-breaking tackles against our players this year. That haven't yeah, been red yeah. cards, yeah. And then it's a, a clumsy trip on the edge of the box, going nowhere. Give a red. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I agree. I agree. As did you think ours was a penalty? I decided. I don't know if you mentioned it then, Jack. But ours was quite a soft penalty as well, wasn't it? I didn't got. think it was at the time, and then this one VAR look back. I mean, it's one of those where watching it back on VAR, you kind of always watch in even in slow mo. You watch the movement of the ball to see if it's had a had a touch, and I couldn't clearly see that it had, but. I think it's one of those where you'd have to be right on top of it to actually see if it is hand or not. But opponents was convinced, wasn't he? So didn't Gary yeah. Lineker go nuts about it. On, he went nuts. I didn't yeah. see much today. The thing is, there was nothing that suggested it to to you or me, Harry. Was there at the time? We were just waiting for a corner, and we, we couldn't believe we got a corner. So <laughs> the fact, the fact <laughs> we got a penalty out of it. And as soon as we went over to the monitor, you know, we said it time and time again that you, you just know it's going to be given because you know someone said something in his ear, and he's got to go through the whole procedure. Um, but yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was a soft penalty, and I, I didn't think it was a red card, to be honest. I don't think it was denying a goal-scoring opportunity, for me, uh, anyway. Mm. But, yeah, what do you think of substitutions, Harry? I mean, I think Traore probably could have done with coming on a little bit earlier and giving them some problems, which, he, you know, he always does. Yeah, but it's always tough, isn't it, when you're, when you're hanging on? And I was just thinking about just the game in general. We did actually did better than I thought we were going to do, to be honest. I know Brighton did batter us, and as you mentioned, they passed the ball around well, and the sending off did cost us, but our counter-attacking play was really promising, and we actually took our chances. I know one was a penalty, but good from Guedes, but mm-hmm. on the subs, mate, yeah, it's a tough one. You, you're hanging on, and uh, you just we, we just said, didn't we, to each other watching it, they're going to score. You could feel it coming. Yeah. We did, you could feel it. Like It was just a matter of if, not when, really, but... On another day, as we've said, if it was just a yellow for Samedo, saying that he'd have probably got a second yellow, second half the way he was playing, um, we could have got a point out of that game and we really needed a point, didn't we? Especially with Arsenal coming up. Uh, let's have a look at the attitude of the team, Jack, because I think one thing I have noticed under Steve Davis, aside from obviously the results haven't gone our way at all, there has been a little bit more character showed from the team that I think we were seeing under the latter days of Bruno. Um. 
Yeah, maybe. There's been a little bit of fight at pushes. Again, not been helped by the injuries going on. It's obviously a difficult situation to be in with an incoming manager and just losing players all the time. And you can tell by the way he's brought in the you know the the kids is kind of obviously the setup he's used to and he wants to try and give them a chance probably to propel themselves into the first team before the new manager comes in but yeah you could argue there's been a bit of fight there I think uh, I, I want to give a shout out to Guedes actually uh, because I think he did played really well um, and he responded particularly after the question marks away at Brentford and I think one of us said last week he went straight down the tunnel didn't he and had a bit of a, a bad attitude after he came on late and went straight off and to be honest, he responded to the critics in exactly the right way uh, at the game at the weekend. Obviously, I know we didn't get anything from it in the end, but he, you know, he was dangerous. He he did a run. He took his chance, and he, you know, he played well. So fair play to him because he's had a lot of criticism lately. So you know, if he can ignite a little bit of spark or a bit more fighting like that, then then yeah, fair play. But the problem is at the moment we're just coasting into to back to back defeats before we change, and it's going to be we're going to be bottom if lucky second bottom by the time we go into the world cup break and bring the new manager in and it's you know the worst position we can be in but you know they should be showing a bit of fight really i know confidence is low and the injuries aren't helping but there's still quality out there and we should we should be putting in a a, you know a bit of fight and a bit of passion for the fans even under what is difficult circumstances how much of a missed opportunity was it done do you reckon Uh, because you know there was a chance to, to take something from that game yeah, there was, but it's a lot more than that. It's what was the stat? Someone will know it. Um, the last time a Wolves striker scored a goal in the Premier League, it's a long time ago. Don't know. Did, did, did one of you not say Southampton when Raul scored? I think, I think, I think you right. said that, Dan. <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know the exact. That's what my guess was. It's been a while, um, not this season, and we know that. <laughs> and we talk about luck and passion and trying and all these things and tactics. What? Fucking chance have you got of staying in the Premier League if you haven't got someone to score your goals? Yeah. Well, one, Is that one not thing. Like... That, sorry, I said one thing that really helps with this would help with this stat. If your one striker wasn't in Belgium, the other one wasn't on a beach in Mexico, they'd have more <laughs> chance of scoring there, wouldn't they? So it's like if it's, it's like we haven't had a striker score in a year, but we haven't got any strikers. So like, what, what, yeah. it's, just, it's just a ridiculous well, situation. Well, it just sums up all that we bought one that had an ACL problem, and they played yeah. him and he did his ACL. Yeah. Then we panic. Well, one who's he gets arrested out. for GBH every week in Costa as well. So we need to wear our strikers. That's the only thing that will save us. In, unless they go, it doesn't matter. I don't care about what you're saying about whether they're trying or passion or anything like this. Fair enough. You can take the ones that aren't trying to try and get them out of the team and put in the ones that are. But unless Fosen go in their pocket now and buy a striker that's going to score at least 10, if not 15 goals before the end of the season, you've had it. In, in Fosun's defence, though, they did try and do that. They tried to do it, and he pretty broke his did his ACL in the. Oh, first... I'm sorry. When oh, you get a bloke from medical, and it shows records and potentially a tear on their ACL, I, I agree. Take that gamble when you're in the shit. I, I agree. I, I think they took the gamble because they're in the shit. I think because because like buying of a house com- and, and one wall's falling down, and you go, oh yeah, we'll live in. And and like Jack pointed out though, in their defence, Raul was meant to start that game, and he got pulled out in the warm up, and then they put Sasser in. He was meant to be on the bench, so. One of them, isn't it? Don't care. <laughs> no, fair play. I mean, I, I, I really want to talk about um, talk about round next, but we we should probably do it in chronological order. Leads first. We'll talk about leads. Um, Harry, lots of youngsters uh, got their chance. Connor Ronan got a start. Hodge got a start. Um, it, it was good to see them 
in the side. I mean, Johnny came back into the side after a little breakaway as well. Um, obviously, ended up coming off injured. We don't know how serious that is yet. But how important was that win against Leeds in the Carabao Cup? Yeah, and the, the goalkeepers that won it. Sarkic was in goal. Sarkic, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um, well, I'll be honest. It's not a game I'd rewatch because it was very painful <laughs> to watch crap. at times. One of those boring <laughs> games of football. It's a bit like the Forest game. Uh, you know, yeah. a boring one 0 win, but you'll take it. But yeah, some some decent performances. There. Ronan stood out for me. I thought he looked really good, and I know Hodge had a bit more of a chance in him, hasn't he, this season? But I thought Ronan was good. Hodge was good too. Um, Johnny, obviously, have his injury he did okay, but we are playing a lead side. Not to put a dampener on it, because we did win, and it was a, an important win for Morel, I guess. But Leeds made a lot of changes. So that's not. It's not uh, I thought the kid that came back, here. the kid that came on with sort of ten minutes, fifteen minutes to go, look. Sharp, fair enough. As you say, he was playing against the second string. Oh, yeah. Well, someone pronounce his name again, the right back? Uh, Lembasika. Yeah, he looks sharp. Man, he might start Saturday. <laughs> he, might, he might start the <laughs> way Johnny and Boris uh, made him play. Eight Nori, apparently. Well, I thought. Did not watch it, was, it. I didn't think it was a particularly great game. Oh, I did watch it. Um, I thought Leeds came at us exactly how Leeds do. And because we managed to see it out, we got the better of them. Um, but it wasn't a very entertaining game of football. Yeah, eight Nori was good. We've got, I mean, yeah, our left back, our left back roles like we're, we're spoiled there now. Bueno and eight Nori both both looking really good. So, but I still think Bueno should keep his place. I don't know what you like think. I don't yeah, think he's doing anything to to mean that he shouldn't be in the side. I think he's been a shining light, hasn't he, this season so far, and, and also to bring him through um, the the lower age groups as well proves that someone's doing something right. I, ironically, it would be Steve Davis who's uh, not getting results in the pitch in the Premier League, but. Um, Jack, getting through to the last 16 is probably the main thing, isn't it? And were there any standout performances or, or comments? Um, I suppose my comment really is it was a difficult game for us as fans to get up for, I think, really. But I think the one positive is that it seemed to actually mean a lot to the players when they did score. Because yeah. it, it was a difficult game. I think it really, Leeds should have been in front in the first five minutes. It absolutely battered us and the yeah, keeper yeah. did really well to keep us into it. So it's nice that we've had a few fringe players come in and they actually seem to really care. I think we grew into the game with a better team second half and we, we scored a good goal, really. It was nice for uh, Neutral Ray to get his first goal. He seemed to really enjoy his celebration and hopefully it's something for him to build on because he's, you know, he's done well lately, apart from probably the first half at Brentford where he was a bit off the pace. Um, but it, it was nice that it just, you know, it did seem to actually mean something. There was a bit of passion there and really hopefully those sparks the, the fans on a bit because yeah it was a bit of a, a flat game but in the end at least the the results uh, turned out to be to be favorable and like you say you know I know it was against sort of Leeds's second string where they made 10 changes or whatever but it's a uh, it's nice it's nice to get through and it our names in the hat a fair few big teams have gone out and all you can really do is hand it over because it'll be it'll be Lopetelli's first game in charge will it officially yeah well this, this, this December I think it is. I think it's yeah it's just it's the first game um before no. after, after the World Cup yeah I think it's the 20th of December yeah two days after the World Cup finals I'll wait to yeah. have MK Dons at time of recording obviously by the time this goes out the draw would have been made so I think it's uh after we've finished this podcast. 10 o'clock yes. tonight yeah so we're yeah. away at Man City and we'll be out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, it's nice to actually, you know, it seems like a bit of a, a fair play to the players because they showed a bit of a, a bit of character, really, even though it was a it was a tough watch. I'll be honest, I watched it on a on a stream and I was getting distracted by I'm a Celebrity the time we scored because I was had two <laughs> things on at once and you know I was getting distracted by Matt Hancock doing the Bush to trial. And uh, but it was um, you know it was nice to see that they didn't lose focus in the same way that I did. <laughs> uh, is there a trip to Wembley on the cards, Dan? <laughs> to center to watch a gig 
<laughs> Maybe the boxing. You um, never know. You never know. That's true. He's got a residency at the O2, actually. Yeah. It'd be just like Wolves, though, in a season where we don't want to get to a final because we need to survive, that we'll just go on like a run where we just get there. We'll keep winning one we'll, now. We'll, we'll wow. do a B- Birmingham City and win the League Cup. And go down. And play in win the... <laughs> I, think <laughs> take... I think I'd take that as well. Yeah, maybe. Away on the Tuesday yeah. and... Not relegation, no way. It's, it's, a, it's not relegation, but it's it's the best way. It's our best chance of getting to Europe this season. Put it that <laughs> yeah, way. Agree, yeah, agree. So I t- I happily take seventeenth and that. But... That's true. But subs made the difference as well, didn't they? Pedence setting up Babacar, they came on, didn't yeah. they? Quite late. Good finish. Right, really good finish. Yeah, oh, good, good, finish. Goal. good goal. It was weird seeing he's a goal going at the end of the he's pitch. Like, he's, yeah, he's well, starting well. to grow into his role a little bit. I know he's a younger lad, but um, last two games I thought he's looked good. So hopefully, just. Him, Neves, and playing Nunes a little bit deeper. Hopefully. It reminds me a little bit of Chiquinho, that that leggy, bit yeah. of a, bit erratic vibe. Raw. Raw. Different players. Yeah, yeah, a bit raw, really yeah, no, I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to talk about Raul Jimenez. Um, I don't know how I felt about seeing him training with Mexico when we haven't got a striker and we're struggling for goals. Um, I know it split the fan base quite a lot you know people saying 31 32 years old um potentially his last world cup i mean harry i a person you couldn't give a shit whether it was last world cup we need him and we pay his wages <laughs> yeah well it's funny we're talking about leads i think as the game was going on mexico put out that uh, team sheet of him on the bench and obviously a lot of Wolves fans started losing their shit understandably but i think they pretty quickly confirmed he was just on the bench to, so he felt like he was involved and he didn't have like a kit on but it's not looking good is it really it's, the, the whole situation has been bizarre yeah. I said to you like, on WhatsApp earlier he never posts anything about Wolves anymore like on his social media it's all about Mexico and his sponsors and it feels like the relationship between him and the fans is getting fractured but no that said he hasn't done a lot with yeah. Wolves he's been in rehab it's not really easy for him to get involved but don't you think it's a bit disrespectful, though? After all, we stood no, by him all through this terrible injury, and then he's just flying off to Mexico for his rehab. And it, we're like you say, he's on really good money at Wolves. For him to go away and not try, be in and around the squad for his rehab, I don't think it's very good. And just to fly in and then go off to Mexico and do all that, fair enough. They need to come out and say exactly why they're doing that. Is it for his mental health, which is one of the reasons I've heard, but. It's, it, the Wolves fans are getting really irritated with it. And, and if you believe what you're reading, he will be involved. He will get onto the pitch in their first game for the World Cup, apparently. Like, he'll be Jack, ready. Jack, after the game, Steve Davis says it wasn't a good look. And he's been pretty diplomatic through his tenure as interim manager. He hasn't really put a foot out of place or, or spoken out of turn or said what he probably most likely thinks. Do you think that sheds a little bit of light on the situation that, you know, he has said it's disappointing, it's not a good look? I Yeah, I think with Steve Davis, he's been quite honest as well, hasn't he, really? I kind of believe what he's saying. I know he can't obviously say everything that he obviously wants to, but, he, he you know, he can sort of read between the lines sometimes. And it's it's a bit weird, but I kind of like saw this come in. It's just a very weird situation. I honestly think that what's going to happen is he's not going to play for us for a for months, and then he will either start or come on in the Mexico's first game. I think that's that's just what's going to happen, and then there'll be uproar about it. But I think from his point of view, he's if if you want to get inside his head now, obviously he's had his injury troubles in the last few years. This is realistically going to be his last World Cup because of his age. He's probably just thinking, I want to play in this World Cup, and, and that's all I'm focused on right now. And I'm not going back and getting involved in this shit show where every other week a striker gets injured or a winger gets injured. It wouldn't surprise or whatever's me, going on. 
if he either retires or goes back to Mexico straight after the World Cup. Retiring after the World Cup wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. Like he doesn't seem to be enjoying it, does he? And he hasn't really done much. Maybe. I can't see him I mean, playing in, in a wolf shirt again. That's a good shout. I hadn't even thought of that. Well, how long's left on his contract though? Because he's not going to turn that down. I don't know how long his contract he's been, is. He's been um, here for four years. This summer, just gone. I, I think that, he ironically, get the last injured. World Cup wasn't it when all the Wolves fans were writing him off because yeah. he came on for Mexico, didn't he? I think. Yeah, he did, yeah. If he didn't get injured, if he didn't have that head injury, I think he'd have left us anyway because he was flying, wasn't he, up until that injury? To be fair to him, yeah. And yeah. But you say about we, we were, yeah. But you say about his future as well. But we saw earlier as well. He is flying back, isn't he, uh, on Friday? To well, there, there's unconfirmed game. reports at time recording that he he's going to come back. <laughs> having What's met up with the Mexico team uh, and he's been training and you know everything else that, that comes with getting ready for the World Cup to 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 come back and meet Lopetegui yeah. and then what fly out it's, again it's... I mean Jackie mate you asked a question of is this because shit has hit the fan and I... people aren't happy it seems a complete it's... waste of time to me it seems to make no sense at all. If anything, I think it's probably a knee-jerk reaction to Wolves going, hang on, why the hell is he on the bench for Mexico? He should be back here. So now he's like, oh, yeah, I'll come back for a bit before I go. But it's it, it just seems like like that to me, really. It's like, oh, shit, okay, I better go and can show my face sort of thing. But yeah. what, what's, what's the point? The World Cup starts in a week and a bit. Then, the, you know, this, it makes no sense for him to come back, especially if he doesn't want to play. On Dan's point, and Dan, you've said this a lot, you know, there's no sentiment in football, and I would tend to agree with that now, uh, in that I don't think I would want him back. No. I I just don't think, I don't think he he would be a good influence, you know, for somebody, you know, with all these young kids coming through, you know, your Hugo Buenos or whatever, that, you know, starting to want to play for the sides, you've got somebody who's who's gone away, they want to play for their national team, and then they've flown back in because it's gone against them. I don't think he's a good influence to have at all. I've got a few things on it. So, one, I... I can't be pissed off with him. He's given us the greatest oh, time any Wolves player. Uh, you know, he scored us the goals that have got us into these unbelievable positions that we've been in. So I'm not annoyed with him. I can see his point of wanting to play in the World Cup. I get it. If he then goes on to retire imminently, he shouldn't play for Wolves again. Really. Whether Wolves force the move or he goes. I mean, we did the right thing sticking by him when he got hurt. That is the right thing to do. He's rehabbed. He hasn't come back and been successful. I think we have to just say thank you very much for what you've done. You've been a fantastic servant to Wolves and let him go. Um, but I get it. He, Who wouldn't want to go to a World Cup? At th- th- he's the same age as us. He's the same age as all of us. So, <laughs> yeah. Slightly fitter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not for yourself. <laughs> You'd be working on the chassis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, he, I get it. I do get it. It doesn't look good, and maybe they should have done it in a statement or something. But come so you on, don't necessarily blame him. Wolves. You blame Mexico and the way the way Wolves and Mexico dealt with it, basically. Yeah. But look about his social media activity, Bayless. He don't post Wolves at all. Not oh, well done, lads, for your winning. What's he done? For he's, been in the, he's been in the gym. He hasn't played a lot of football, has he? But no, he's... I mean, look, you could you just got to support the club you play for, who pay your wages. You know what I mean? No, I Post guess, a bit yeah. like a, you know. I don't know. It, I yeah. I wouldn't try and form opinions scrolling through Twitter. Well, you've done that before with Doris. Degrees, <laughs> so, look, we're all guilty of that. And I've learned my lesson. <laughs> he's he, he's under contract until 2024, by the way. There you go. Selling to Club time. America in January. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah I, think, I think I think I think I work for everyone, to be honest. Um, right. Okay. So. 
slightly down note. However, Lopetegui's backroom staff have been announced. So that's nice. Um, Harry, there's a little bit of rumour going around. I know when before Lopetegui joined and all that sort of stuff, saying that the club were being a, a little bit forceful on who could come in and who couldn't as backroom staff. Do you think it's quite a positive sign that he looks like he's being able to bring in his own people? Yeah, and I think we said, didn't we? Um, I think it wasn't even confirmed, was it, when we lasted a podcast, but finally no. confirmed. And yeah, that, I think they've announced six, haven't they? One of them is—is yeah. is it technical director? I forget his name now. But a technical I think advisor, it's, I think. Yeah, I think so it's not, needed. Not quite, quite, not te- quite, not quite technical director, but on yeah. the same sort of level. But yeah, a hundred percent, it's needed, isn't it? Because I think. Uh, Obviously, Jeff, Scott, and is it Hobbs, the other bloke? They'll, they'll still have their, their input, but maybe Jeff has just sat back, seen the out, out, out roar and backlash with how much they were, in, like, you know, people were unhappy with Scott Sellers being so involved with the Steve Davis stuff. Bruno Large didn't seem like he had full, full control of everything, did he either? So, getting, I mean, this is this, this appointment, Lopetegui, it's a massive appointment for us, isn't it? Do you reckon it's the most high yeah, profile we've bit ever of a had? Pup. Puppet, whereas we've now got a respectable seriously like good pedigree in it. Like he's a, he's a, got a good record, and some of the in teams t- in terms of national team as well. Like in terms of pedigree, I would say probably the one that had the most pedigree last time they joined was Graham, Graham Taylor. Taylor. Yeah, I would I would yeah. say in terms of pedigree, didn't work. His son called him a turnip. <laughs> yeah, didn't work. <laughs> yeah, um, back to the nineties. Well, yeah, um, but yeah, I. Completely agree. I think it's a, it's a huge. huge I hope he does better than Graham Taylor, by the way. <laughs> did did so, you all see then... that Michael Beale secretly took the Wolves job? Is there a joke I don't know about that? They've had a mayor, haven't they? He's taken they one have, point yeah, since... his last four games. They've been rubbish, haven't they? Yeah, but <laughs> apparently he, he came and did like two presentations as well. So I think he was keyed at one point. It wasn't just a case of he, he snubbed us. I think he, there were a couple of interviews, so it wasn't just a case of. I'm staying with QPR, but they he did come and try and pitch himself for it. So uh, I think there's a bit more probably went on with that one than we'll ever know, really, to be honest. But uh, that, they've nosedived <laughs> since then, haven't they? So, the Michael uh, Beale situation reminds me of that meme. Do you know, like when uh, that meme that used to be with that lad and he's in a club speak, whispering into a girl's ear. Yeah. <laughs> you can imagine him going, yeah, yeah, I turned them down, Premier League club, Wolves, they were begging for me, they were begging for me, but I stayed with <laughs> QPR. Haven't won in four, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Oh dear, yeah. Uh, Daniel Lopetegui is a performance analyst uh, in all of that, so uh, a bit of or something. Yeah. Um, So I think he's been at MK Dons previously. Um, Big. From what what I no, from what I understand, he knows what he's doing. Um, I hope so. He's there on. He's there on merit. Didn't Bruno bring in his brother as well? Just a flashback. He did, didn't he? Who little and. Large. <laughs> no, all right, no, okay. no, not biting. No, no I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> uh, let's have a look at England squad that's been announced this morning. Unless Harry, you want to add something to that? Sorry. Yeah. So I just want to say I think it's really good for Lopetegui as well that we've got this World Cup break for him to settle in yeah, and agree. sort everything out. Because how many players are we going to have go for? Yeah, all the best ones. So I think well, this has been the best in disguise this World Cup for us this year. I mean, the thing is that when he comes in, the only way is up, isn't it? Like, if, if we get relegated, he, is it, can you really blame him? Like, he's taken over with bottom, and you know. So, I can't see he's his gonna... to get anything on Saturday. So, will he be, he's gonna be there, though? Is he? I think he's going to be yeah. there. I think he'll be in the stand, apparently, yeah, with his abacus. Uh, Harry, um, who would you, who would your starting 11, like, what would your starting 11 be for that Arsenal game? Well, 
I think it's going to be very similar to the starting eleven against Brighton, isn't it? Um, the right back situation for me is the one. It, is Johnny going to be fit enough? If not, is he going to put Samedo in after his howler? Because he was a one game oh. ban, wasn't it? No, he, he got the he's served his game ban for Leeds, hasn't he? Oh, was that in Leeds against Leeds? Yeah, he was a one game ban. Because he was a clumsy, it weren't like an on purpose like headbutt, was it? Like Custer's, that's the rules, isn't it? Yeah, it wasn't a Yeah, so it's a one game ban and he served it against Leeds. So he is available, but not is it not the... a league ban? No, because look at Costa, no, Costa's, Costa's one of Costa's games was for the League Cup as well. Good time. You look it up. I'm, that's, I could be wrong, but someone in the comments oh, might well. uh be no, I th- no, I think no, I think you're 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 right, Harry. Yeah, so Costa will be back for the first game after the break. His yeah. ban will be served by then. So we hopefully can start with a pretty much... So you can go and nut Connor Cody at everything. So Samedo yeah. will start right back when he, unfortunately, against Arsenal. I think we ain't got much choice, Harry, to be honest. John is injured. The way it's yeah. going. Um, who, who starts yeah. up front? Huang again, is it? Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be, isn't it? I mean, into, probably the same three that started against Brighton, really. The same 11, isn't it? We scored two really? goals. Don't, let's not over that. That's, that's, that's good for us. In the same um, game. On the counter attack as well. In the same half, actually. But Arsenal are like, because they're fighting off City and they're flying, I just fear the worst. Like, I just can't. Yeah. Hey, I've got to do an Arsenal at some point. I don't think it'll be Saturday, but at some point, Arsenal will do a an Spurs. Arsenal implode and lose four on the bounce or something daft. But if we defend in any way, like we did against Leicester, for example, it could get really embarrassing. They will yeah. absolutely tear us a new one. I just can't see anything but heavy defeat, unfortunately. I was going to do my starting 11. Oh, go, go on, on then. Sorry. Saar and Saric. Both of them. What? Both of yeah. them. Oh, Who's oh. Saric? Who's Saric? Doris de Vries. Roger Johnson at centre back. We have three goalkeepers. Who's Sorensen? Was that? Who was it? Yeah. Um, Sarkic, Saric. Same thing. I, to be I'd fair, though, I'd say, but by the time we all get there, though, given it's the seven forty-five kickoff, we'll be seeing two keepers in our goal anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't worry about it. Oh. Uh, I might if, if we're losing five down. I might run on and do what them uh, protesters did. I might bike chain my neck to the post so we don't concede any more goals. Fair. What was that? that oil oil protest. Yeah. <laughs> neck oil. Uh, score prediction, Jack. Score prediction. Um, uh, we're going to lose 3-0. Three 3-0. Nil. Three nil. Uh, Harry? Yeah. 6-0 Arsenal. Bloody hell. I, I, well, it's possible. Bayless? That is bizarre. I was going to say 6-0 Arsenal. Wow. Two 6-0s in Sam, there. Sam, be positive. Come on. Because we, we're going to... I, I think we'll shit out it 2-1. I really do. Oh, I, nice. I had a feeling against Brighton and Tomato screwed it up. Uh, let's have a look at your latest betting on ticket news, please. There is obviously quite a bit of difference in the betting odds. Depending on we call that value. Value. Um, just to give you an idea, I did a couple of different bet builders on either side. So the first one, over or under two and a half goals. So over two and a half goals. Both teams to score no. Saka to, Saka to score in 90 minutes, 4-0 Arsenal. Right? Hang on. Right. So all four of those things have to come in. Including a four nil result. What do you think the odd is? Both teams got so eighty to one. Thirty seven to one. That is low. Um, whereas under two and a half goals, Neves to score in ninety minutes, and Arsenal to be winning at half time, hundred to one. 
Is that possible? Yeah, two one Wolves. Under two and a half goals. That's <laughs> <laughs> sorry. That... Oh my god. Tell how quickly so I it just did. shows that I listen. <laughs> I listen. How is that actually possible? Well, no, it's oh, yeah, not. Is it one all, one all draw? It would be. When was the last time one of these bet builders what? or any bet with Red won? It is possible. One all draw, never to score in the second half. Is what oh, I thought be. you said someone to win. No, no. Uh, I did a couple of scorecasts just to have a look at it, but it's just ridiculous. Like Terrible. it's so. Oh, I've got what's what's go on? What's half time Arsenal full time awards? It's, it's, oh, go on. I haven't done that one. One. What, what I did one. there's only one of there's like nothing of value. Like it's either absolutely pie in the sky or anything sensible is tiny, tiny odds. The only one they boosted is Martinelli to score first, Arsenal to win three one, hundred to one. Um Pedence to assist Neves and Neves to assist Pedence two hundred and fifty to one. <laughs> Sar to make header, is it? eight or more saves. Is ten to one, which isn't Eight. actually that bad. I mean, he's going to be busy, isn't he? Do you want me to have a look yeah. at the half-time, full-time? Just chat. It's going to be about eighty to one. Really. Massive, yeah. Like, that'd be massive. You know, I think it'll be the longest it's been this this season. Definitely. My four-one walls is going to be to over two hundred. I think. <laughs> look at that comment, Bayless. You're like that one. Says, what are the odds on Semedo defending a cross? <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Only forty to one for Arsenal halftime walls forward. Full that's time. rubbish. Oh, that's no, really long, what? What? Well, which unnamed bookmaker is that with? Because that's that's Sky a bad bet. value. It's Sky, Sky bet. Uh, Jack has got your ticket news for what games? Really? Any coming up? Like, like, well, actually, Arsenal is on general sale, and there's still a few tickets left. A few singles knocking. Top about, of the really. league. Top of the league at Molyneux. Quarter sway on a Saturday night. And there are tickets left. It's 50 quid Close a ticket, isn't it? Let's be honest. 50 Close quid a ticket thing. on the TV oh, Saturday. Uh, I, I agree. It should be sold out, really. But given the fact that how bad it's been and the prices, you can kind of maybe understand it a little bit. But especially when it's the last game before the World Cup, you, you know, you thought we'd at least pack the place out. And it will look full. There's just a few tickets knocking around in, on general sale. But In saying that, though, I thought the attendance for the Leeds game, although us four didn't go, so... It was right. Saying, it looked good, didn't it? I know, it was quite yeah. pricey, the tickets. Was it 20, 20 quid if you didn't pre-book? 18 quid yeah. for your season ticket Bang seat? On, and I was yeah. quite surprised at the attendance, I must admit. And obviously yeah, Leeds are good away the, fans. So. All the idiots kicking off when they couldn't get a ticket for Turin and, you know, just because it's going badly. <laughs> well, I have no sympathy. Um, right, England squad has been announced today. Uh, mixed bag, to be honest. Uh, Connor Cody is in it, so the move to Everton clearly worked out. Um, I think if he'd have stayed here, then it definitely wouldn't have. Um, Trent goes, Cody, Dyer, Maguire, Luke Shaw, Stones, Trippier, Carl Walker, uh, Ben White's in there too. Let's have a look at that defence first, Harry. I thought Tamori should have been a, an absolute nail on to go. He isn't. They're all 29, 28 years old, that, that back line. They're not blooding any yeah. youngsters. I think he's missing a trick here, isn't he? Yeah, he should be in and he should get rid of Maguire. Well, he hasn't been playing for United, has he? And he, yep. he made that horrendous mistake against Germany. And what was that in the Nations League? Again, it's it's always uh, very subjective these squads, isn't it? and there's always a few players people get angry with for being in there. And for me, in defence, you're reading that out. I just can't believe Maguire's in there. But in his defence, he has never let England down apart from that Germany game, as I just mentioned. But in major tournaments, Maguire usually is pretty decent. But on form, he should be nowhere near it. Uh, let's go through the midfield. We'll give Jack the midfield. Bellingham. Gallagher, Henderson, 
Mount, Calvin Phillips is in there, and Declan Rice. Gallagher? Just, doesn't seem like many midfielders, does it really? Like, I know Calvin just Phillips has played about a couple of the games forwards can drop back. But he plays for Man City now, doesn't he? That's why. That's true. So, you know, he gets picked straight away. I mean, yeah, Mount maybe, question marks, but... I, I, it wasn't as uh, bad on a whole, I don't think, as we people thought it was going to be. Because I think Madison was the one everyone was talking about that he was going to miss out on. And I know he's probably not classed as a midfielder there, but whatever. Um, but he made it, which I think is you know fair enough because they'd have been uproar otherwise. But now people have just been whinging that he hasn't made the starting lineup. We're going to um, play a fucking back five, aren't we? Yeah. You just know it's going to happen. Cody in the middle. Against no. Iran as well. Back five against Iran. <laughs> Maybe against Iran. Cody might play against Iran. <laughs> uh, Bayliss, I'll give you the strikers. Foden, Grealish, Kane, Madison, Rashford, Saka, Sterling, Callum Wilson. Yeah. I... Abraham, I mean, Kane, everything goes yeah. through Kane. I would have picked Tony over. Not Abraham, Tony. I'd have, sorry, Tony. I'd have picked Tony over either Wilson or Sterling. Sterling hasn't done a lot this year. He's done absolutely nothing, has he? When you look at the Man City uh, videos of the chances that he missed when De Bruyne is just pinging yeah. it around and setting him up and stuff, and obviously he hasn't got that at Chelsea anymore, and he's got no form, and it just shows that it, yeah. he's maybe not as effective well, as you think he was. It proves the point I've made in the past, that if Jack played up front for Man City, he'd get a couple. Yeah, that is, I, that. I, I don't believe you. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I disagree too. Yeah. Yeah. He was never picking Tony though, because he picked him the other week, whatever it was, and he didn't even yeah, play Italy and Germany. He didn't play. He's never going to pick him for this. I do think with these World Cup things, taking a couple of players that are just on form can change games. When you're scoring goals, you're scoring goals, aren't you? Yeah. You just who's who's in I, who's in form there? Is it Callum Wilson? You probably say is in form. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so uh, like I think. I think. I think. Grealish, people who are in it, sorry. Grealish playing a little bit better for Manchester City. Madison, definitely. Oh, uh, Bellingham for, for Borussia Dortmund's been been great. Uh, yeah. Ben White for Arsenal, yes, you'd have to agree. I would have taken the young guy at Leicester, Justin. James, just James, just Just because the wing-backs, we're playing with five, is the hardest position to play in tournament play because you've got to play so many games. Hmm. We know that Walker hasn't played a lot of football. Trent's form's been up and down, according we to Liverpool defend. fans. Shaw's been getting slammed by Man United fans, I know. So why not take a backup? Why not have another option there where it's really important? You need the fittest players. You've got some that haven't played a lot of football. Do you think Ward Prowse should be in there? Well, I, I couldn't believe Gallagher got picked. I didn't expect mm. it. I, I like, think he's a good player. Really? He's a good player, he's don't get me wrong, but I was just he just come out of nowhere for me, that one. I was like, whoa. Ward Prowse, that... you don't fancy him, does he? Gallagher no. Southgate. No. You don't fancy him. Do you know that Madison scored more free kicks than Ward Prowse? Really? Wow. Yeah. Did not know that. No. So, the thing is, Madison's going, but he probably won't get a game. He probably I hate Madison, more. but he's a bloody good player. He's a quality player. Well, his stats don't lie today. He's top of everything. Like he's flying, like in, in the stats department. And he obviously say his goal against us was good, wasn't it? Might make a star yeah. of himself. I mean, I think England's defence is what's going to let them down, if anything, and that uh, they need to pick the most attacking team possible to score more than their opposition. I agree. I mean, oh, that's thing an is, obvious statement, with, but you know what I mean. I, I know, I know, what you, I know what you're saying. Uh, but the f- the funny thing is, Wales Wayne Hennessy is is going away with Wales in the World Cup. You think that's absolutely mental? And so is Joe Allen. Joe Whoa. Allen has been picked for Wales. My God, is he still at Stoke? Yeah, so where's he play? I was going to say, I have no idea. Right. What league? What league are they in now? Is it... If you'd have told me he's retired, I'd have believed you. I thought he was. Yeah, finished he's a long time a, ago. About forty six. Obviously, Bale's going, and he'd be his last one. Yeah. Bale's going. Aaron Ramsey's there, so he's at Nice at the moment. Um, 
Did you hear so the conversation the other day on the, on the radio about a Great Britain football team to a World Cup? What? And that Scotland still wouldn't qualify. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, okay. Yeah. Um, look, this is the last podcast Harry made the point before we started recording that it's our last podcast before the World Cup. We have to do our predictions. I think we may, may have done some at the beginning, but Harry, who's going to win the World Cup? <sighs> Sorry to be boring. Tell you what, actually, I was going to say France, but I'm going to go Argentina. Did you know there is a stat that if Messi gets to the final, the World Cup final will be his thousandth game? If he doesn't oh, play wow. PSG's last game. If he doesn't play If he, if he gets rested, yeah, that's true. Yeah. What, what, a, what a stat. All, re- all rested for a game in the tournament. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jack? Uh, Italy. No, I'm joking. I don't know, really. I mean, I haven't really studied it as much as I usually do, just because of the circumstances. You're not a virgin no, no, I usually get excited by it, but I think the first time I looked at the groups was actually today. It's the first time I've actually, apart from, I know he's in England's group, obviously, but yeah. the first time I've actually had a quick look at it today is today. And I don't know. I mean, France is the obvious choice. Tournament football, Germans sometimes turn up, don't they? But Brazil, it, I'll go Brazil. Is it Senegal? We, if we win our group, is it most likely we get Senegal? Most likely, this last 16? Yeah. yeah. No so, Mane, he's injured, isn't he? Is that I, true? Uh, yeah, he is, yeah. I think I mentioned it on a podcast a couple of weeks ago. You the, picked the, the European ten... Championships winners, by the way. The, yes, and I also have ten quid on Argentina that I put on over a year ago. That is what still in my bets. What, what odds, to win the what World odds Cup. were they? Oh, quite big, like eighteen to one or something. It was a mega odd, and I thought, "God, that's good. I'll have a tenner on that." Um, Money bags. Anyway, I've the Telegraph's got a really good pick your teams out the groups. Who's going to finish first, second, and all that jobby? And I was on a sandwich. I was like, yeah, 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 an interactive one. Oh, I was on a sandwich the other day, and I thought oh, I'll play with this. And I was with a Danish colleague. I was, I was with a Danish colleague whilst um, doing this, and he said, "Oh, Dane, the Danes' record against France is fantastic. They hardly ever lose to France." So I'm going to say that France aren't even going to finish top of their group on some nutcase Danish bloke's Jesus prediction, Christ. which means we avoid them going through. Which means we need to have Denmark in the quarterfinals. And then most likely Belgium, I think it was Belgium in the semis. So I'm going to say we're going to go out in the semis to someone like that. Maybe even France coming the other way around. I can't remember what, how it looped up. Just, um, but I think I've against Denmark in the Euros. Yeah. Mm. Well, it... I think it's coming home. <laughs> really? Really? It hasn't even started <laughs> yet. Not... <laughs> Does we, anybody... should be, we should be much more excited about it than we are, aren't we? Anybody know when like the paper's going to have a good wall chart in it this week? Is it tomorrow, maybe Saturday, or will it be the Saturday? Nineteen ninety-eight. Or... Well, I don't know. Fair, that's fair. <laughs> no, I don't know. There's been no build-up whatsoever, and it literally no. week, week we... Sundays. Actually, we're we going to talk about the, the Portugal squad because we've got some players going and it's some players true. not going. Yes, actually. yes. Which never affects Sarah us more than England. Never Sara Nunes make Portugal's World Cup squad. Um, no room no to Guedes. present Matinho. No Guedes. No Jota, actually. Told you he was rubbish. He's also injured. No Pedence. He's injured, um, isn't he? So, injured? yeah, there's there's Jota's no Semedo, yeah. no Podence, uh, no Matinho. Yeah. Good um, for us, though. I, uh, I mean, yeah, maybe. But I suppose if you're picking on form, you know, really being really brutal, then Matinho hasn't really done much as he this season. That's that's true, yeah, I suppose, yeah. But they are playing um, in his proper position. Portugal, they won't play him in like as a number 10. Yeah, true. True. Maybe Lofotagi can get the best out of him once he's back. Once Portugal got in the group stage, cross your fingers, get them all back. 
and then we'll uh, finish top four this season. <laughs> well, let, let, let's actually end on that very positive note from Harry. Uh, if you go in I've at the weekend, then oh Christ, we're we trying no, to wrap it up. Go on, wrap it up. No, go on, do it, do it. Go on, do it, Dan. You know, I was going to discuss more about Qatar and obviously all the controversies about it. And did you see oh, Ian Hislop good. got stuck into um, Gary Neville when he did? Have I got news for you? Yes, I did, Sammy. Um, and the, the news has just come out. It's the only reason I was raising it is that, um, you know, Denmark had like a pro human rights shirt they wanted to wear. Yeah. It has no badge um, on it. It like faded the badge out or something, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. What would the sensible decision to be in that situation? Let them do Ban it. Ban it. Obviously, FIFA <laughs> have rejected it. <laughs> 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 Fucking bunch of morons. Why do we like this sport? It's literally a load of things we all enjoy and it's ruined by a load of absolute idiots at the top of it. Has so anyone seen that like that documentary you're on about the other last week, Harry? Oh, Seb Blatter is a Twitter, that one. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's out, it's out isn't it, soon. Or, or it's got to be soon. They release it. They're going to make it release it like the day before the World Cup, aren't they? I, I, I did see, I did see an advert for it. I think it's coming out at some point very soon if it's not out already. Yeah. Because he came out in the week, didn't he, and said that they shouldn't have given it to Qatar, which is very good after he spent all the money they gave him. <laughs> allegedly, isn't it? Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Don't do any of that. Yeah. Right, okay. Well, look, on that note, somber note, um, we'll say goodbye to Harry Mansell. Yeah, cheers, everyone, for listening. It feels like it feels like another pre-season coming up, doesn't it? Like, we've I'm pretty gone much. Are we definitely, are we definitely not going to do one? If we beat oh, Arsenal, we'll might we pop on? Like, but... right, so, so if we beat Arsenal, Arsenal we'll go yeah. live from the Premier in. There's no point in us doing England <laughs> podcasts. No one's going to want to listen to that, are they? No. You've got bloody five me, to be fair. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a goodbye from Jack Williams. Bye, everybody. See and you uh, Christmas. From Daniel Bayliss. It's coming home. And it is a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.